Hey folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a DogCast Studio podcast. Catch the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday, DogCast every Friday, and ScareCast every Monday. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, and we are now on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook and Twitter. Stay healed, baby. I'm going to take care of DX, I can guarantee you that. No one is going to embarrass me like that ever again. No one ever is going to. Welcome, folks, to another episode of Turnbuckle Report. Tonight is the night. Tonight is the recap. It is the recap of AW Revolution. The Dogcast Father himself is joining me tonight. What's up, brother? What's going on, my man? What's happening? It's like it's like Little Mermaid. I had a Little Mermaid in the head for some reason. It was it was kind of Little Mermaid, sure. It was like, oh, the prince is here. He takes my silence, and then I get it back. I'm woman power. That was more like Gaston to me. No, that's that exactly like what happened Little Mermaid, man. It's exactly. She became a woman. She got the prince. Lost her voice. Lost her. She she was silenced. Okay? Like America's trying uh, to do to no. women. Were you silent or were you silenced? Silenced. Anyway. The latter. That's what happened to her. And then Belle and the Little Mermaid do look the same though. You just changed the hair color. People didn't know this was a this is a Disney podcast. You did this know is that. A Disney right? podcast, yeah. Yep. I can go the distance. <laughs> Have you seen the new WrestleMania? is on its way. Hope this year doesn't suck. Uh, what is it? Rava? Ra- Rava? Raven? Raven? Rava? Rava? The new Disney movie. Have you seen it yet? I have not watched it yet, no. Have you? Yeah, me either. I totally have it on um, a website that's not pirated. Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't watched it at all. Yeah. I, I, I literally looked at the kids. I'm like, hey, guys, you want to watch this movie? And they're like, um... Yeah, I'm going to go watch YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's that, too. You can do that. Like, bye, Daddy loves you. Bye, Daddy loves you. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Daddy doesn't care. He takes me to the fair <laughs> when he changed my underwear. <laughs> Daddy wasn't there. Exactly. But Daddy was there hoping the kids would want to you know, want to play with him. And right. uh, that sounds bad. But um, no. Have you seen who we elected? That shit's fine now. It's fine. It's all okay. It's all okay, folks. Just listen. It's all okay. Everything's going okay. So before we got on the mic, we were talking some uh, Marvel because you're the Dogcast father. Like, right. Dogcast is your game. Father himself. Yeah. Exactly. And we were talking a little of this King in Black. Uh, the next generation of Marvel, and specifically Venom. That's how we got to talking about it. You know, I was telling you how much of a Venom fan mm-hmm. I am, and yep. and all that stuff. And um, I hate telling you like, hey, I'm a fan of this, and it's anything in the Marvel universe, because you're like, oh, well, do you know know this? And then ten minutes later, it's just me going, no, no, I don't know any of that. I just uh, <laughs> just, just I casual, just think, okay? <laughs> I just think that I just think the art's pretty cool, and uh, you know, I saw the Venom movie, so that made me a Venom fan. So how about you stop embarrassing exactly. me? Exactly. But you turn me on to this Null guy, and I'm sitting here. I'm going through the, I'm going through the internet, the old Google machine here, looking at it. this. Looks pretty badass. 
it's I know great, I know this is more of a dog cast topic, but uh, this is the new this is the new movement to Marvel. Is there anything you can you can shed light on for our, our fans here? I mean, word on the street is that's going to be one of the big bads that's coming to the MCU. So now that Thanos is kind of obviously over with, they got to have a new big and bad, and their big and bad that they're kind of going for is you know Noel and Galactus and characters like that. Which will be financially, nice. this makes sense to me because there's money, serious money. Now that now that Tony Stark's dead, spoiler alert to those who haven't seen Endgame and been living under a rock. Now that Tony Stark is dead, all the money in Marvel is start is Spider Man. That's where all your money's at. And well, and see, that's that, that's going to be the hard. They part. haven't connected Venom because, yet, though. Well, because with, with Sony and the new Marvel deal. I mean, we're not really going to see Tom Holland do much like MCU shit anymore. You know, I think he's only signed on for one more movie. Um, then, the, then his movie's going to go straight to Sony. They're going to do their own shit over there. But we are supposed to get a Miles Morales, though. So the That's MCU's awesome. going to carry on with Miles Morales. I can dig it. Yeah. And it's totally going to make sense because the Tom Holland one, there is going to be a crossover with Venom. So MCU is bringing Venom canon. They're going to basically make him canon. Basically, whatever happens in Doctor Strange will open up everybody's eyes to how all this is even possible. But that's what's going to happen. So are we going to see the um, Tom Hardy version of Venom come back? Is, that, is Are we going to see it continue? Because I keep hearing that we got a second movie coming, but I haven't heard anything lately about it. Is that oh, yeah, another definitely. travesty of COVID? I think the pushback date is the reason for that, yeah. But that movie's coming, yeah. Are we finally going to get Carnage? We are. Oh, thank God. Do I you know who who's even playing him? No, I have no clue. That's why I have the Dogcast Father on the TBR on the tur- Turnbuckle Report. <laughs> but you you watched Venom though the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Did you watch till after the credits? Yes. The dude that he spoke to in the um, jail. Oh, which oh, is oh, okay. Which is the same actor that plays Kingpin. Yep. Not like Kingpin from Marvel, but like in the movie Kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've got to clarify. Uh, you're talking about um, uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Oh, that's going to be bad. Okay, I've got this preview right here. Thank God for mm-hmm. the Google machine. Yeah, they're confirming it. He's going to be Carnage. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be badass. Yeah. Carnage was always like one of my favorites, you know? And I, I don't know why. It's, it's probably because Venom was badass, but then Carnage was like even badder asser. Mm-hmm. That's a well, he's well, much like Mike Myers, he was very upset because you know Venom is his dad. If you didn't know that, mm-hmm. do you know how symbiotes work? No, explain it real quick, and so, then we'll d- discuss how wrestling works. We, we got to get into this just really quick. The symbiotes work because off of Venom, basically they it branches off of him, and then it creates a different one. That's how Carnage was made, mm-hmm. and he was mad because when he was first baptized, when he was criticized. When he was ostracized, when he was jazzercised, uh, uh, jazzercised, daddy wasn't there, and in that case, it was <laughs> daddy <real>. wasn't there. <laughs> Satan kidney pies when I were manicized, when I was circumcised, daddy wasn't Venom there. wasn't there. At revolution, I cried. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was giving you time. Was there. I, I always Don't cut see you off way too care. soon on your. On your song, so I was giving you time there. I'm glad you. I'm glad you did a segue. Christian was the big reveal in the last episode. 
Did I call it or what, though? You did. I fucking hate it. I wish you would have called it on air because by when we were on air, we were all kind of puzzled. Yeah. And but that's what happens, right? I mean, we we they they kind of threw the teaser out there, and your mind starts going, so you start thinking of the big free agents out there. And of course, like everybody else on social media and in any wrestling platform, we were talking Brock Lesnar. We were talking uh, John Cena. Uh, I think The Rock even came to our conversation, which we both, I think we all thought was that that was bullshit, but, you know, it still came into the conversation. Never yeah. once until the very last minute did Christian come in. You brought it up simply because Christian uh, did not sign with the WWE. And when, that you, was told, the when you said that, so you said that on the text, like, oh, well, I think it's going to be Christian. And I told you you're a fucking idiot because Christian just debuted in Royal Rumble. Why the hell would he come over? Oh, I'll tell you why, people's host, because you're an idiot. And uh, he didn't sign with the WWE. Because so, his contract fell through. He was supposed to. Yeah. His contract Because I thought he was going to team back up with, uh, with, 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 with uh, uh, Edge. Yeah. And he was supposed to. And he just didn't, basically, it didn't work out. And... As soon as they said breaking news, Christian's contract fell through. I'm going, okay, let's go ahead and put the what we know together. You had Tony Khan on an interview saying this is one of his favorite superstars growing up. Well, we know he was a big fan of Edge and Christian growing up. So I'm like, okay. Two, Christian's now a free agent. And three, Big Show goes, it's a Hall of Fame talent, but it's not who you think. Well, of course we're not going to think that because he just showed up in the Royal Rumble. So I was like, holy shit, it's fucking Christian. Mm-hmm. And I could give two fucks about that. Same. You know, same. And I... Did they build it up too much? Because when, we're, when we were watching Revolution, maybe that's the problem, right? They, I think they built it up too much because we're waiting for this big reveal and then... That's you know that's the whole thing now is is they can't copyright their music so it's not like you can just tell by the music, um, even though I'm historically and undocumented saying on the show that I could tell when Jake the Snake came out, um, and I'll stand by that. But anyway, we didn't know Christian and I. He didn't even say anything. He just kind of comes out. Didn't he has say a the word. Same smug look he usually has, and that's character. He's you know Cape Fabe. I get it. But I was just really let down. And I think... Okay, let me post something. And I, I wish this was an original thought. But it is not. I, I have to give the credit where credit's due. You know, the Busted Open boys, they, they kind of put this out there. And I thought, man, that's that's so right. That's so true. What if they just would have switched that order, right? What if they would have had Christian be the one that was leaked on on social media and then shows up on dynamite saying hey i'm here i've got another big signing at revolution you guys are going to be pumped for this it's not who you think you're going to be totally sideswiped and then the big show shows up does that change things i think it does i think it changes things if you have big show revealed on revolution and not christian you reverse that order i think that changes the game completely I think that completely flaws that. I, I, I you know, mm. I, I had, I had heard that, and I, I don't agree with it. Here, well, tell me why. Here's, here's my thought process on that. Big Show is a way bigger name than Christian. So if you bring over Christian first on AEW, and then later that night the Big Show comes out as a shocker, ain't no one gonna give a shit about Christian. The way that they did it, people are already like, uh, who really cares? But the Big Show is here. They would have really gave no fucks if he would have came out first. He would have came out first and would have been like, oh, okay, that's okay. We thought maybe you were 
WWE, okay, whatever. And then the Big Show shows up. They aren't even going to remember his name. They're like, oh, it's Christian. No, no, it's Christian Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Big Show's here. They wouldn't have cared. The, 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 the problem is, it's not the order the that, you, that you release the character. It's what Big Show said. You can't. It's like it's like when, when it's like when your friend goes to watch a movie first, and he amps that son of a bitch up. It's the best movie he's ever seen. Okay, then you go and watch the movie with this expectation of the best movie you've ever seen, and then when it's not, you're let down a little bit. So when he says, "This is a Hall of Fame talent. This is the biggest signing in the history of my whole ass." Well, that doesn't make sense because you're a bigger signer than Christian is. So how the hell is he going to be bigger than you? The problem isn't the order. The problem is is the popularity. And I'm sorry, but Christian has been, and if he hears this, I'm sorry. I mean, he's I've always liked him as a wrestler, kind of. But he's a mid-card guy, and he will forever be known as a mid-card guy. AEW is not picking up big names besides the big show. They're picking up all the mid-carders from WWE. So when I hear all this stuff like, oh, Andreas wants to leave and all oh, this guy wants to leave, I'm like, okay, so WWE better be careful or they're going to lose all their jobbers. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the order does matter because you're looking for ratings and you're looking for pop. Now, if Big Show comes out and says, hey, or, I'm sorry, if, if Christian comes out and you reverse the order and then Big Show shows up, you're absolutely right. People are going to be more drawn to that bigger name, but that's going to satisfy what we all wanted. If you, are you had for big show, yeah. Well, I'm looking. I'm looking for satisfaction because on AEW Revolution, they gave me the feeling that this was going to be a huge name, and not, I'm not trying to take away from Christian too much because I still think he's awesome. I actually preferred his TNA work more than I did any of his WWE work. I agree with you um, on that. But it wasn't that name. That name is Big Show because now you got you got Big Show way up here, and Christian's just right below him. So I don't even think it's that that close. I well, think no, it's no, like in terms in terms of pop. So you've got if you would have reversed that, you've got somebody that's like, oh shit, Christian's here. Christian's on Dynamite. Didn't see that coming. I just saw him in Royal Rumble. Wow. Okay, that's pretty cool. And now he reva- he reveals to us on Revolution that Big Show's here. Holy shit, there's that takeover moment that we were all talking about on the last episode. I can agree with you on that. So on, on that aspect, I totally agree with you on that. Because if you're, if you're looking for ratings for the next show, 100, 100%. But what I mean by that is that, so you bring out Christian Wednesday night. He tells you we're going to sign, sign somebody. Sunday night rolls around. We get the big show. We're fucking blown away. That yeah. next Wednesday night's dynamite. It fucking blows the ratings through the roof. Okay. I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Because the way that they did it was everybody knew, oh shit, the big show's coming. So the ratings on that AEW were, were big. And then everyone's like, oh shit, someone bigger than the big show's coming. Oh my God. And then yeah, that's it. And that's it. We you, thought it was going to be bigger than the big show and it wasn't. I agree with you on that. You're right. Before we jump into AEW Dynamite on Wednesday, phenomenal show, by the way. Before we jump into that, we've got to we got to finish up the card here. I don't want to go card. I don't want to go match for match on the card. That's redundant. By the time you folks have heard this, it's already a week late. I or already a week old. I, I don't want to go into that. The exploding, um, the exploding match, the exploding ring, 
turning into sparklers and not the um, not the explosion we thought it would be. I guess you could say really fell flat. And I know that uh, watching the pay-per-view, I was shaking my head at the end trying to figure out what just happened, what I just witnessed. What were what was your thoughts? I mean, being the most skeptic, one of the most wrestling skeptical pers- people I know. Excuse me, I've got like three cocktails in me. What was your thoughts, Doc Father? Honestly, I wasn't too shocked uh, because yeah, if that was in that. if that was in the WWE, we would have had the same thing, and they would have said, "Oh, here's the difference, though. AEW is not making any comments on it." You know what I mean? They're not like saying, oh, this is the biggest explosion. He was almost dead. You know what I mean? They, they're kind of like, oh, that kind of didn't Overselling well, it. Let's, let's, let's leave it alone. What WWE does wrong, and here's, here's the difference between AEW and WWE. Here's the biggest difference. AEW is able to look at something that they're like, ah, oh, we fell on our face on that one. Let's just leave it alone and move on. WWE is too prideful. Uh, Vince McMahon's too, too prideful, let's be honest. And so mm-hmm. when he has an idea that falls short, if this would have happened at, you know, the Royal Rumble or some some shit for the next, and then you see the internet going, what was that bullshit display of an explosion? Yeah. For the next two weeks, they would have talked about how he was almost killed. That was the most uh, horrendous display of carnage. And he'd be walking out in a wheelchair for the next three well, weeks. Well, yeah, you're right, because last summer they had, they they put on the poster, greatest match of all time with, uh, what was it, Randy Orton and Edge? Right. Before it even happened, and that, that kind of kills it before you even walk into the ring, because eh, greatest match of all time? Yeah, let me as the fan, let me determine that. You as the promoter, you just put the, the product in the ring. Right. So, yeah, the, the, as much as I I hated the ending... And let's be fair. Let, okay, let's be fair. It was a malfunction. Okay, uh, you had mentioned that I think the ring. I think you put that in text that night. I think the ring was supposed to drop, which would make sense to me. You have a little more pyro. The ring drops. You actually see movement there. Uh, instead, Chad wrote, the, spark- wrote that one. Chad wrote that. I'm sorry. That was Chad. That was Chad. Okay, so yeah, the guy he put that out there. I think the ring was supposed to drop. That would have made more sense to me. It still wouldn't have been as dramatic as they played it out, but that would have made a little more sense. You see movement in the ring. Instead, uh, we see Eddie Kingston, as they said on Dynamite, dry humping uh, John Moxley, which I love that they said that on air. And um, we see sparklers. So it was more like a summer's Saturday evening end of a date rather than an explosion. Ice uh, one in the pants. Big time party. Exactly. The match, I he- I've heard some critics, I've heard some people, some fans reach out, you know, they, they say, well, the match was phenomenal except for the ending. I have to totally disagree. I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Japanese wrestling fan. I don't watch a whole lot of New Japan. I, you know, if I hear scuttlebutt about a, about an Okada match, something like that, I'm going to check it out, right? I'm going to check it out. Uh, there was a huge talk about the Omega Okada series. I went back and I watched it. It was good wrestling. I wasn't disappointed. I did. I, I watched it, but it didn't capture me. Therefore, I'm, I'm just I'm more of an American wrestling fan. Sue me. I'm a fucking American. 
Having people said talk that, about that, yeah, the death yeah, match was kind of shit. Like I just too much gimmick. Um, I, I first of all, when they said exploding barbed wire death match, the first thing I thought is Moxley and Omega are way too good of wrestlers to need all those gimmicks. Like, just tell me the lights are going out and this is unsanctioned. That match was fucking phenomenal last summer. That match was amazing. I put over that match to the fucking moon. This one? Exploding barbed wire death match. So, am I to believe that I'm going to witness murder in the ring? I mean, because that's what you're saying. You're telling me there's going to be a death match. I don't fucking know. I'm not Japanese. I don't fucking know over here. I hate this bullshit. You know I thought me. you would agree with me. I I absolutely despise anyone that's listen, anyone that's a longtime listener knows that I absolutely despise these gimmicky bullshit matches, dude. They're just they're bullshit. They're always gonna come out some different ring attire bullshit. They're not gonna be as agile. They're looking for these broken half assed trash can lids. Stupid cookie sheets. Stupid. Let's 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 think about the greatest feuds of all time. And I, w- I want to touch back on what you just said about the Okada and uh, and Kenny Omega. Omega. Yeah, the Omega when they were going at each other. Everyone talks about that. That's that. That's the greatest um, rivalry in pro wrestling history. Bullshit. Okay. Absolutely bullshit. You can't tell me that's better than Hogan Savage. You can't Flair tell me Steve that's that's exactly. You got all these all these ones. You got like you got uh Batista Triple H. Great feud. Great era during that, okay? You got the Stone Cold Rock feud. You're telling me that this Kenny Omega and them is better feud than that? No, because here's the thing. In professional wrestling, there's more than just the match itself. Sure, we're maybe in some of those they're more technical than maybe Batista and Triple H. Sure, they're flying off the top ropes. Who gives a shit? Is the storyline itself better? Not a chance. Not a not a chance at all. And yeah. that that's that's what we kind of got here was that they were hoping that like oh man the storyline between Omega and Moxley that's going to be good because they had that great match a year ago. Okay, so you haven't touched on it. There's no storyline. You're just like, oh, you know what? Uh, We want Moxley and Omega to fight. So uh, Moxley does these stupid ECW-style matches. Uh, So let's go ahead and have that, and we're going to name it something like uh, Bob Wire, Kill Yourself, Poke Yourself in the Eye with a Glass Chainsaw match. They're like, yeah, let's do it. It's stupid. Just fucking have them wrestle. Go on carry on yeah because i'm way more engaged in those two guys being in the middle of the ring no gimmicks no no uh uh, no dq kind of style of match just get in the ring chop it up Uh, i mean come on AEW doesn't give a shit about rules anyway so fuck you can do pretty much anything you want and get by with it you've got uh, a don Callis on the outside of the ring as a what's turning into quite honestly josh he's actually a pretty good a manager. I didn't see that out of Don Callis back in the day, but he's yeah. actually a pretty good manager. He kind of fits pretty good with Kenny Omega. Now, yeah. let me just say, so we're not we're not being redundant here. I do agree with the the finish. I thought going into that that Omega was the better champion. I like Omega retaining over over Moxley gaining. I think Moxley is better at 
chasing the championship. So I was happy for that. Um, I will say, with all of this being said, Wednesday night, they totally put a bow on everything and did the right thing. Mm-hmm. They started the show on Dynamite talking. It was Moxley and Eddie Kingston talking about how it was all bullshit, yada, yada, yada. We all know that it was it was a job, right? That there, there, something went wrong. We all know that. But they came in with it just hitting us between the eyes like, hey, we know what you motherfuckers are thinking. We know what you fans are talking about. We've been reading the fucking Twitters. We know what's going on here. So we're going to hit you between the eyes. We're going to spin this up in a storyline and make you fucking come in your pants on the end of this thing. And that's that exactly why, what happened. Yeah. And that, that's why creative in AEW is better. It's because yes. they they know how to fucking take lemons and make lemonade. Instead, yeah, a, WWE, I'm sorry to cut you off, but WWE would have totally just brushed that under the rug like, oh, that never happened. You, you didn't see that. You didn't pay $39.95 to see that. Don't worry. You didn't see that. Or, that see, that's one of two things that they do. They act like it just like, oh, you know what I mean? Or... They they keep it going. They're like, okay, we just we got it. We we got it. We're all in. We're all in on this mm-hmm. one. Let's just keep it going. It's like AEW handles things in such a better way, I, I believe, yeah. than the WWE because AEW, like I said, when something like that happens, they just drop it, leave it alone. Storyline. Mm-hmm. What that means, what I mean by that is that they don't like literally go. We're not going to talk about it like it never happened. They do exactly what they did, and we got one of the. We all said this. We got one of the best promos we've seen mm-hmm. cut, and which is fucking shocking because I hate Moxley. But I'm be honest with you, this new it angle awesome. that he that, 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 that he's in, I'm enjoying it. Oh, the, I want to see him go after night. the tag titles now. 100. I think that's what was that's what they're doing, and I actually think the Kingston Moxley team is going to be fire, dude. I'm I'm excited to see what, what brews out of that. Um, but the, what I'm saying though, just to, to kind of finish on that, is just they handled it in such a better way by giving us that promo. Where they're like, you know what, fuck you guys, whatever. We're this this what this was going on, and they basically made like a joke out of it. That's gonna yes. branch off into a storyline. That's gonna help them. That's the way that you handle it. See, and I knew when Omega and and Don Callis came out and they started doing their jive talk, I knew exactly what that meant. Is they're spinning this to oh. Because they're chicken shit heels, right? That's Omega's mantra right now. He's a chicken shit heel. So they're spinning that like, oh, we planned this. You didn't know this was going to come, but we planned this. We wanted Eddie Kingston to go in the ring and dry hump John Moxley. I mean, I fucking pop for that. I, I I laughed so hard when he said that because that's not something wrestle talk. Come on, Josh. That's not something we're used to hearing, right? No, WWE no. didn't do that shit. So oh, AEW comes anymore. out and says, they, hey, they would have. They would have back on in the day. T- Exactly. We're on TNT. We're going to say whatever the fuck we want to say because we know on TNT we're we're becoming vastly, we're becoming the flagship. Why I say that, not only do they have AEW Dark Evolution or whatever the fuck it's called with, uh, with, 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 with Big Show right now, they now just released by the summertime they plan on having a second show, AEW show on TNT. I personally said on this show, I've went on record, I've said I don't think that's a good idea. I think you stick with your, you play to your hits. Anyway, I don't want to go on a tangent. Just saying that they're evolving, which means they can say whatever the fuck they want on TNT. They can flip off as many people as they want. MJF can be as dirty as he wants. Love the new faction, by the way. Where are you at with that? You know, to touch on the the double show, I... I don't want it yet because I don't think they have enough talent to split the brand yet. For Correct. one, agreed. Two, 
there's a lot of talks about TV networks not wanting to carry pro wrestling anymore. And mm-hmm. they're they're kind of all getting together. In going, fairness, though, they've been want? saying that for 20 years. That, true. But I feel like nowadays things has more ground and, and the capability of being grabbed than it ever used to. Pro wrestling was never going to go under during Hulk Hogan's era or during The Rock's era. There was just too much money to be made. But mm-hmm. now nowadays, that's kind of going away. And sorry, but there hasn't been a breakout star since John Cena. And John Cena left. Okay, there's there's no John Cena, there's no Hogan, there's yeah, none but of they that. Say, they say that that's planned, Josh. They say that that after Cena left, Vince came together with everybody and said, "Listen, no more are we strapping the uh, the brass ring on one individual. Now WWE is going to be the the flagship. WWE is going to be the premier. Hence the reason all the title belts look the same now." Do you like that approach, though? Fucking hate it. I fucking hate it because what you're telling me is I have nobody to get behind. You have nobody to get behind. I could half-ass like every character on your roster. That doesn't matter. If you don't, if wrestling industry has done that forever, you had Flair. He was NWA's boy. He was WCW's boy. You had you had Hulk Hogan. He was the, the WWF's boy. You had all this shit, and for years you had John Cena. You had all these guys. Okay that are the front runner that you can make sure that your fans know like when you think of professional wrestling this is the guy you think of it's just like in basketball it's just like in golf when you think of basketball currently you're thinking lebron james you're just thinking that okay back in the day you thought michael jordan okay this every sport has their guy so if you are in an industry that you have everything's planned out you know it's 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 scripted then you're gonna have to script in a fucking main dude or you're not going to have the curb appeal. That's just how it has to happen. Okay, you but know, they've tried to do that, Josh. They they gave us Roman Reigns, and nobody wanted him. So, so I think they away. finally hit a point where they're like, fuck, we don't have anybody, so it's just going to be the brand. I guess. It's just they they push the wrong guy. They always push the wrong I agree. guy. I agree. I think they should have strapped the rocket to Brock Lesnar and rode that thing out. Some would say they did, but I don't think they did. I think they used Brock Lesnar to put the shine on other guys, i.e. Roman Reigns. I see, and I kind of feel the same way. I feel like I feel like there's a problem with Brock Lesnar. When Brock Lesnar came back, they needed him to be weekly. Could Brock Lesnar have been your new face? Oh fuck. One hundred percent he could have been the face of he could have been the face of pro wrestling. Exactly. He didn't want it. If he was there every week, Brock Lesnar, when people thought pro wrestling, they think Brock Lesnar right now. 100%. 100%. He'd be, he'd be selling so much merchandise, he'd be a fucking billionaire. Okay, that literally. Brock Lesnar has Brock Lesnar had the, 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 the potential to have more curb appeal than any other wrestling in history. I personally believe that. I couldn't disagree with you right there. I'm, a, I'm, I'm totally over on Brock Lesnar. I was hoping Brock Lesnar would have showed up in AEW. The, the his first night back was honestly one of the loudest crowd pops I've ever. When yeah. he originally came back to fight Cena, that was one of the loudest crowd pops I've ever heard. The building literally erupted; it blew yeah, it was up. Vibrating. They 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 closed the arena down afterwards. They demolished it because there was just so much power there. The 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 ruins of that building now power Earth. That's how explosive <laughs> it was. 
Okay. Out of the depths of that yeah. crowd pop, Noel was born to come Noel take over the born. Marvel Universe. Exactly. Elon Musk figured a way to harness that power, and he's created Tesla from it. That's how energetic it was. That's how powerful the crowd pop Elon was. Elon Musk stood up and said, whether you're heel, whether you're babyface, you do you. Production.